Good evening and welcome to FBO at the Curry House. Um, remember, we are actually at Curry House, that's why it's called that. And we do have the usual people minus one tonight. So I have to, left me Kostya. Um, and if rumor is true, he can recite the scores from all the games from every Premier League fixture in his sleep backwards. How are you doing this week, Kostya? Um, I'm doing terrible, I'll be honest. This has been my worst game week so far. I'm really upset. I was against having a podcast today. I'm really sad. I'll be really quiet today. Now, the three of us are smiling whilst he's saying that. Uh, and I think we're going to carry on doing that throughout this show. So, there's still chance, Koshi, but one player playing tonight. That's uh, true. So, we'll see what happens. And, and of course, we have Luke, who's uh, probably my main counterpart at the moment. And I've got him in, in target for tonight. We'll see what happens. How are you doing, Luke? But I'm very happy because I have closed the almost 30-point gap to Kostya by about two or three points. So I'm doing good. Uh, I'm feeling good because Tammy and Chelsea had a great game, finally. Um, and, uh, and, and I'm laughing and smiling a lot more than I usually do. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chelsea have actually won a game. It's yeah, it's, it feels nice. <laughs> so I remember this feeling. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, obviously coming from um, a, a, a town called Hereford, and I looked, looked at some details of Hereford then. Hereford is actually more Welsh than Wales. Did you know that? How are you doing this week, Dan? <laughs> well, to summarise, I'm not actually from Hereford. So, uh, no. Yes, I'm actually very good this week. I had a good game week. I ended the week on uh, 64 points, so I'm really happy this week. And just to top that off, if you are after questionable statistics at any point, then Dan is your man. And Hi, wasn't a questionable. Hi, I'm behind. And obviously, I'm Ben. I'm here again. Um, quite happy with the week so far. All is good. I've got three players playing tonight. Uh, didn't score the best this week, but, but we'll see what happens by the end of it. So, should we crack on with last week's fixtures and mm, results? Let's Luke looks do really it. excited. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so, how to you? Oh, I don't know what you want to talk about. Maybe Liverpool, Newcastle. I'm happy because you lost a lot of your clean sheet points, Kostya. Dr. Patel did also. Maybe that's why he didn't show up because he's a little bit upset. Uh, I had money and I was toying with the idea of trying to trade out a defender to bring in more money to replace for Salah. And I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out, so I just left it. And thank God I did, because I didn't watch this game, but I was walking the dogs, and I constantly was checking my phone. And when I saw two goals, I immediately, immediately had a panic attack. I checked my phone, and both were Mane, so I'm super pumped. Just, just on that note, um, the dogs that Luke mentioned, the two Huskies, which any follow us on, on, uh, on, on uh, social media, um, they're heavily involved in the decision last week. As, as I said last, last time on the last show, we were doing a special. And then that was the dogs picking our captains. So, uh, first of all, how did that work out for everyone? That, how did that go for you, <laughs> That was hilarious. So, this this is, is, so what were your three choices? So, I had Aguero, I had Sterling, and I had Firmino. And the one I actually wanted was supposed to be Aguero. And then the one dog picked up, but then she decided to spit it. <laughs> <laughs> so many comments. <laughs> this is like a life story. I was really pissed off because I knew Sterling wouldn't do anything. I was hoping to replace him anyway, and he actually didn't do anything, so I'm really mad. And please, don't ask me questions, I'm upset. <laughs> How about you, Luke? How was your dog captain pick? Well, my dog picked a Bruyne, and as first uh, reaction myself, I was a little bit scared, because I did think, actually, opposing to your view, Sterling would have a cracker. Um, but as we saw with City, De Bruyne didn't start, 
Sterling started, so they took the vice-captain. But then De Bruyne came on, unfortunately did nothing. So I think if I had hit my captain, I'd have a lot higher total than the uh, 49 points I scored. But, you know, beggars can't be choosers. How about you, Dan? Well, I, I actually made a mistake. I forgot I brought in Hookie and Abram. So I chose my pick. So we, you had three picks, right? So I put in guaranteed picks. I put in Aguero, I put in Sterling. And I also chose Virgil van Dijk. Um, Forgetting that I bought him Hookie and Abraham. So, unfortunately, um, Emil Husky, aka <laughs> <coughs> Deadpool, picked me Virgil van Dijk. And I had um, Didier Dogba for my pick. I, I put in uh, Van Dijk and Haller and Salah. Um, it's, gone, it's gone for Haller, so I don't, we don't know what's going to happen yet. So, we'll see in, in a couple of hours if that pays off or not. But I think it's going to be okay. I, I think you're looking at Haller's form. I don't want to say too much about it, but he's scored, he scored three goals so far this season. Um, obviously, if you pick Salah, I know I've got guaranteed 18 points. That's not the case. So, so we'll see what happens there. If you haven't seen that footage, it's a little bit funny. So jump onto Instagram, at FPL Curry. Twitter is the same handle. Um, a lot of banter there. Uh, I did not set my dogs up to pick the wrong picks for my opposing teammates, if I can just say that as a caveat. Uh, my dogs aren't trained at all, so <laughs> they just, they, as you can see in the footage, they just went for any type of treat possible, but uh, I'm quite happy with the result, except... I'm sure I saw it licking the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we won't talk about that. <laughs> but yeah, overall pretty good. Um, in terms of other fixtures... Yeah, back to the results. Um, hey, Kosh, didn't you say you have something to say about Sheffield United game? I actually do. Um, so, this is interesting. Uh, try to guess who is the most scoring defender now. What do you mean? In the world? Ever? Or Roberto no, Carlos? No. Um, no, Beckenbauer probably scored more. It was um, Van Aanholt before the iron goal, isn't it? It's Westergaard. From Southampton? From Southampton. Oh god. It's massive. He's super cheap and it's crazy. So I don't I don't want to understand why, but he's been constantly getting points. Interesting notice. Otherwise really boring game. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> That's a great analysis question. And, and look, every week I've been asking you about the Chelsea game and you've been refusing to comment. So Dan, what do you think about the Chelsea game? <laughs> no, 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 give it, give me the mic, give me the mic. This game was the best. Tamori, Screamer, Tammy, Hattrick, Mason Mount didn't pick up any points until extra time. Tammy. And I was thinking, don't, no, don't interrupt Tammy, own goal, alright? See the footage. Wasn't really his fault, but Mason Mount as well in the 90th minute plus six stoppage time, little shift over left right scored. Uh, if you haven't checked the highlights, do it because this game was amazing. Now, I've never heard of Tamori. I thought it was a Frank Sinatra song. No, that's okay. Tamori. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a dad joke. If I, ever heard one. <laughs> I to be fair, like I had heard of him last year playing in the academy. Um, I knew Mount and Tammy a lot better, obviously, because of their work at Derby and Villa uh, accordingly. But that Tamori goal was a screamer. He actually saw the Wolves goalkeeper out from his line and just chipped him from outside the box. And uh, I think even Frank was surprised. So I don't know if he's a potential fantasy asset because you can see, like, we're leaky at the back. I don't think we've kept a clean sheet still in five weeks. But again, Mason Mount, we've been talking about him since like game week two at the six mil mark, bring him in. Uh, and Tammy is now the joint goal scorer, top goal scorer, alongside Aguero, yeah. and close behind Pookie. So if yeah. you're looking for those value picks, I think this is where you need to go. And I think one thing to add on, on, on Abraham's point is, is missing that penalty on game week two, I think it was. We questioned his confidence. 
And there's no question there. I think that missed penalty was in the Super Cup, wasn't it? That's when they played Liverpool. But I know know what you mean, though. Like him going into the next game weeks will it rock his confidence because we know what the history of a Chelsea number nine jersey is. Like if you look back at all the mega fails, like my my Morata jersey is, you know, like basically a dog blanket now. So um, I'm, I'm happy. I'm really happy for him. So he walked away with a crown. What are you saying? Will he be available for the he, next one? He was 75% at the end of the game. At the press conference, Frank just said it was a cramp. And if you look on fantasy now, he's fine. He's 100%. So he's not in doubt. If you don't have Tammy in, bring him in. He's already risen 0.1. I got a feeling that he's going to rise again to 0.2 because already there's 342,000 managers that have brought him in after that hat trick. So. Let's go on to the rise. What's, what's your current squad value? Have you, have you made any money so far? My squad value will be toppling all of yours, I'm 100% sure. I'm at 100.1. I'm at 102 million. 102 million? Yeah. Show me can't cash out, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Keep it 100 mil, give it a 2.2 back, I'll retire. Well, that's what I did when I was trying to, as I mentioned in the previous section, I was trying to trade out a defender and I thought I would get the money back. So when I took Pookie, I had him at 6.6 and I was trying to get rid of him at 7. So I thought I'd get the cash back, but it doesn't work like that. So I was trying to Google it, and then I was angry. But uh, you know, my my squad is definitely the highest in this league for sure. You see, I, I brought in Tammy and Pookie last week, and now my squad value is worth it's 100.5. So I'm, I'm up 500k. How about you, Costa? What's yours worth? 100.2 100.2. Anyway, should we talk about the Norwich game? Yes. Mm. What happened there? That was a pookie What's party. That was a pookie party. Before we speak about pookie, a couple weeks ago I mentioned another player from Norwich being a key player there, which goes by the surname of Boinida. He yeah. is second. You mentioned him going week two. You, you said about him creating assists. So currently, obviously, De Bruyne is being the main assist provider, he's at 5, Buenid is number 2, at 4 assists. He's still incredibly cheap, he has an incredibly low ownership, uh, <clears throat> ownership. so look at this guy, he is important and he, as well as Cantwell obviously, are the ones giving Pookie the ball, giving him this opportunity to score. But overall, that was an amazing game. Some people actually mentioned that this was the game which could give Liverpool the win. I think there were so many people that triple captained and you know put their priorities into City players like De Bruyne and Sterling yeah. and even the Norwich manager was saying that with because they've got like five or six injuries he mentioned in the presser that beating Manchester City right now would be like climbing Mount Everest without an oxygen tank that's literally what he said so the fact that they beat them 3-2 and both Sterling and De Bruyne did nothing this is this is amazing and we talk about Pookie's here uh, you know, will you trade him out? We even said against City, I don't, I'm not sure what will happen, but he still scored. Well, yeah, I mean, it's made it said this when you look at Pookie's next three fixtures. This was like three weeks ago, something like that. West Ham, can't remember the second one, Chelsea, West Ham, Chelsea, and Manchester City. City. Couldn't score, see him scoring any points. The only people to keep Pookie out in the last 10 of his games is West Ham. Yeah, true. That's <laughs> what question is that? <laughs> of course, you would mention that. And his next three games are Burnley, Crystal Palace, and Villa. So, so oh, talking, is it a pookie party? It's a pookie party for and sure. He's officially a player of the month as well. Yes, he is. 
and the stats of players of the month blanking the next game week. I can't remember what high percentage I well, saw. Well, we have Reddit. Dan here, so. Oh yeah, Dan. What about what's the stat Quick, on that? Quick, something up. <laughs> Quick stats. Quick stats. Uh, <clears throat> I, come, I spoke to Doctor Parrot earlier, <laughs> and uh, Hooky apparently is going to get an injury in the next two games. Oh, no. fun fact! Hooky's oh. oh. part is coming to an end. So you, yeah, Doctor Parrot isn't here tonight, and I was going to say something about him. His his choice of uh, team is he's not a football fan. Um, it isn't the first sport he follows. So so I think it's a, a cross between witchcraft and voodoo um, that that keeps him afloat. Spindaloo, not really. Yeah, his mouth for what time. Anyway, where were we? I think we were discussing. We started with the Southampton picture, but we moved to Norwich. So, should we talk about? Uh, should we talk about the United Leicester City game? Yeah, this one's funny because not a lot happened, did it? Not a lot happened. Rashford got a penalty in the fifth minute, and then basically nothing. And uh, I know that Wambasaka was like, you know, twenty-five percent. A lot of people traded him out. He ended up playing and getting a clean sheet, which is all right. Uh, I think a more interesting game is Tottenham Palace because I had Kane, right, and I was toying with. Mm. Do I keep him? Do I not? I traded him out because I had two free trades. So I brought in Tammy and I brought in someone else, Hala, actually. So when I looked again, I think a lot of this involved either dog walking or walking somewhere and checking my phone. But when I saw Tottenham, I think they were up 3-0 at the time. I panicked because I went, oh, no, Kane. But actually, Son got two goals, which might actually be interesting as a differential in the midfield. I don't know what you guys think about that because he's a lot cheaper than Sterling and De Bruyne. So he skipped first two games, right? Didn't do anything. He was, he was suspended. He was, yeah, obviously. But then coming back, it's really similar to what was in the end of the season. Like, he's just explosive. And I think that him not participating in any national games anytime soon, that might be massive. I'm definitely looking at him for the next week. Interesting. Mm. One thing we haven't talked about in terms of moving on to the next fixtures before we do so is I think we've seen our first rotation and Champions League midweek games affect things. So De Bruyne didn't start. He came on in the 60th minute. took him a while to get into the game. Do you guys think that before we move to the next game week, are there any players that are at risk of being dropped for playing in the Champions League? Because we've got that tomorrow night and Wednesday night. Well, two things here. Wolves, for a start, look, look what you have done to them. Where they were last season and where they are now, they're the same team, same players, added to, added to that squad and, and not performing. So there's one point there. The second part, you never know with Pep, do you? Who knows what he's going to do? Look at De Bruyne, he played a blinder. He was against Scotland, he played an absolute blinder and then dropped. Yeah. Fraudiola, as usual, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you just don't know where you stand with him. And that, that always worries me when you're looking at putting City players into your squad. But Jerome is untouchable. Do you reckon he's trying to rest him though against Norwich? They didn't see Norwich. He didn't see Norwich as much of a threat, so he tried to yeah, rest him. Yeah, quite possibly. Yeah, quite possibly. But what does that do for us? Well, there's no good for us in our fantasy, <laughs> fantasy leagues. <laughs> and what does it do for Liverpool, as you mentioned? Like they're already five points they're ahead. Quite happy. They're quite happy, <laughs> and they've got they've got a bit of that European champion swagger right now. I don't think they're really bothered. Like Newcastle scored one goal early. But it didn't seem to phase them. They just kept That's knocking him in, and you know, it's it's no problem for them. I, I think the approach by City was quite arrogant, thinking that mm. they could just put Otamendi in, forgetting that he doesn't know how to play football, <laughs> <laughs> and that they'd come out with the result, which is quite ironic. Can I just can I just go forgetting how to play football? 
Arsenal Watford. Yeah. <laughs> Arsenal Watford. And, and you were upset when David Lewis moved from Chelsea, wasn't it? Yeah. But what happened? I, <laughs> what happened? What drugs did they give him? Or I don't know what's happening, but I read something on ESPN. It's very funny. I read something on ESPN this morning, which said, and it was a question, and the article was called. Can Chelsea sue Arsenal for David Luiz, or the opposite? Can Arsenal know, sue Chelsea the for the, yeah, the other way around? Which is yeah, it's it's incredible. Like I don't know what he's doing. I don't um, think he does. Like who have you got with you? You got Socrates, who he tries to fight people. I don't know Mustafi. how he Mustafi. Like they they're both fighters, right? I don't know who actually defends there because David Luiz is. Good, but he's always had someone strong to keep him centered and keep him, you know, so, somewhat stable. They have some, a defender player next to him, some, some the team defense. I don't know what's what going saying. on. He's a loose cannon. He always has been, but, but, but I don't think also realize that. He's just running by it. Obviously, defense for Arsenal has always been a problem. Attacking wise, though, so like I said, it's out until end of October. Yeah. And this was the first game without him. And last time I was telling something. They had to change the formation to suit Pepe's football style. Yep. This time, they had to go back to what they were playing originally with two strikers. And suddenly, Pepe cannot do much because he's not a central player. It's a really interesting thing. Obviously, Aubameyang still scores, and I believe he's one of the best strikers English Premier League currently has. But not having Lacazette, I'm like, I think this was a game where due to the injuries and then obviously the defense line everything, they just had to take a draw, which I guess for them it would be like a loss, because they are just getting used to a new formation, used to a new structure again. It, at that level, teams shouldn't have a problem with that. But remember that like Watford is also not the worst team in England. Like, yeah, they're still in fairness. If you go up two 0 against Watford, which which is a yeah. team at the moment, should be that totally yeah. yeah, and that's why I believe the issues with defense and attack came in. So they couldn't score a third one because having three 0 probably finished Watford off. I honestly thought watching it, Aubameyang was up for his hat-trick. I genuinely thought he was going to bang in a hat-trick. But then you look at the stats, like, you look at the stats for Watford. Hold on then, one second, please. Please, please validate these statistics and follow. <laughs> but you look at the overall shots from Watford, so Watford had 24 shots. Uh, they had 10 shots on target, 14 off target, against Arsenal 7. So Arsenal had 5 shots on target. It's shocking what are Arsenal's backline doing to actually concede 24 shots on goal. So look, backline. So you have Kolasinac protecting Ozil. You... So what's happening here is Ben is just showing Dan that he's completely wrong with his stats. Yeah, that's <laughs> taking into account block shots. Block shots don't count because they're blocked. It'll Let's just say there was a lot of shots on the Arsenal backline. Watford had many shots. And they had <laughs> okay, plenty of shots. In, in total there were 30 shots, but 6 were blocked. So, so the, real question, actual shots. the real question is how many shots did Dan have when he was doing this? <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a very good question, Kostya. Kostya, um, a Brighton correspondent. And, and uh, I believe you support Brighton because it's your favourite part of London. <laughs> Brighton is my favourite part of London indeed. Uh, together with Essex, obviously. But the you problem is, Glenn Murray still doesn't score. You're obsessed with Glenn Murray. Yeah, yeah, I am. You've got so, Neil Mopay. <laughs> Neil Mopay is the go to guy. In yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry for Glenn. He's an amazing striker, it's but. It's three years old. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, you have to move over. Anyway, in, this was a quite, quite an average game, to be honest. I don't think either of the team deserves a win, so that's fine. Burn is though. Barnes, not scoring anything. Yeah, it was only one game. 
Mm. It's quite interesting how reactive everyone is, though, because there's 84,000 people that have taken out Barnes. And if you you go along this line of, okay, a striker doesn't score or produce in that week, there's so many people playing fantasy football right now that I think uh, knee-jerk and are more reactive than normal. And I think, to be fair, like, I've never had a squad... As I mentioned, at 102 million after five game weeks, like that's I probably got you know close to the highest percentile. But I think it's just because everybody's so reactive. Like people have taken out Sterling as well with 70,000. People have taken out Van Dyke at 62,000. Seeing people being very reactive to maybe just one or two bad game weeks is quite interesting. I think the Bournemouth Everton game is quite an interesting one. Wilson getting a couple couple there. Mm, and Look, Ryan Fraser got an assist, I think. Yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah, and this was my game week one strategy. That's why I used my wild card early. So I so think. You, uh, so you were just a bit premature. Mate, I, the story of my life. <laughs> 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 I think uh, Digne for most people as well at like thirty-two percent ownership. Yeah. Uh, you're paying six mil premium for this defender and he conceding costs, that many and goals. And yeah, like it, I think he totaled zero points and. Myself, could, I was. Could be worse. There was other defenders that done it worse than that. Uh, yeah, I have one uncle in my team who got a whooping minus two points. <laughs> but to be honest, Dinya has never been the clean sheet guy. He's the one who gives you assists. Anyway, do you, do you think know, he'll. Pro- I don't disagree with that because Everton, the first two games of the season, clean sheets, they looked like they were going to be that sort of team this season. But I mean, struggle against Bournemouth. Yeah. I think the problem is Guya. The guy who was playing center for holding midfield for Everton last year, I know I've been speaking about it before, but he's been so crucial for them. And I was like, who? Fabian Delph? Fabian Delph. He used to be a left back at City, now he's playing midfield. I mean, no offense to Delph if you're listening, but you have to improve. <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you just think Delph was listening to our podcast? <laughs> and and so when you, when you first said that the first problem in Everton is Guya. Okay, so we have to pick Mikuya, who is a cheese from Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you don't like cheese, that might be a problem as well. Or maybe you might do a better job. Actually, yeah. <laughs> put, a lump, put a lump of cheese on the middle of the pitch and we'll see what happens. Never know. There's a couple of holes in it. <laughs> in any way, Delft can't do the job right, so... And once again, stay away from holding midfielders in your fantasy football. They don't give you points. Unless your dad who just randomly keeps going doozy in his team and then he gets a random assist. But otherwise, yeah. Can I say something before we move on to next week? I use my wild card this morning. <gasps> Ooh. This is what you were saving. This is what I was saving. I was, to, I was about to tell these guys, but I thought I'd save it for the actual show. So I took out Wambasaka, Van Dyke, uh, Lanzini, Salah, Barnes, Walkers Peters, Perez, and Cahill. I've got eight changes, but I'm not going to tell you who I put in. Can you tell us one? Just one change? One? Yeah. One. Okay, Son. Ooh. And if it's come up, it's a... So they've got Leicester, Southampton, Brighton, and Watford. Ooh, it's not a bad shout. How much is Son? Like 9 million or 9. something? 9.5. 9.5. <laughs> I've been looking at him, I told you. Yeah, I obviously have. But you know, number two. <laughs> <laughs> the interesting piece here is with all those guys, so Lamella is doing quite good as well, we're, we're missing yeah. on that. He's been, I believe, in top five most scoring midfield at the moment. But the other part is Kane, once again, he has to go deep. He plays like Firmino used to play last year, 
And in any case, I'm just doing <laughs> We're all laughing at the deep comment. <laughs> I just made an inappropriate joke. How, how, how deep does he have to go? He has to go really deep, like, like <laughs> super deep. Like midfield level of deep. Who does? The king. Okay. Yeah. Harry King, yeah. So the problem is, when you go that deep, you have to get rid of the ball. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to... I think it's a good time to tell you, I'll take another... I put in Mount as well. Okay. Well, well, I don't know, because you're talking about going deep, I thought Mount would be a super time to, to uh, drop that one in. Let's move on. Let's just say Kane is not a good FPL asset at the moment with the way Tottenham is playing their football. Um, we still have one more fixture, which will happen today. We do. And the Wheeler West Ham game. Predictions! Let's do it! Predictions! Do you, do you know what? So, so, so West Ham, obviously they're, they're my team. If we win tonight, we can go third in the league. Ooh. Now West Ham have got such a history of not doing that. When it, when it, comes, to, when it comes to winning a game like this, on a daily basis, you'd think they're, they're, they're going this one out. But uh, I don't know. I, but I'm going to stick with it, I think. And then I've got three West Ham players, players in my squad still, so I've got some points to collect. I'd say 3-1 West Ham. I would say 2-1 West Ham with two goals being scored by Yarmolenko. I'd say two goals being scored by Haller, one by, one by Anderson and lots of points from me. I was going to say, your prediction is based on who's in your team right now. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. so. I'm feeling a 2-1. Uh, I think West Ham are going to go up early and then I think Villa are going to come back at the park and uh, win. I don't think West Ham. Uh, you're right, I've seen them in this position so many times. Yeah, but we changed. We've changed under, under, under Pellegrini. It's a different team. But we'll see. I'm calling a 1 1 draw. Who too? It's, it's a draw. <laughs> <laughs> go deep, Dan. Go deep. Go deep. Do everything. Tyron Mings holding the back line. Really, I think he'll do this one. Tyron Mings holding the back line. You're yeah. not even in your team. I haven't put him in my team, but I think he'll keep out West Ham. Wow. I mean, if you're calling a 1 0 draw, he's not going to get much points, right? I haven't gotten my team, so it doesn't really matter. Right, but I think I find it interesting if Tyrone Mings can. Mings has become an influential for Villa. He's doing what? He's, he's a player. <laughs> no, watch, watch this space, okay? You will laugh now. Yeah. We'll remember this point. We'll remember this point. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to the next. I'd, I'd like to see Philippe Anderson put Tyrone Mings on his house at least four times. <laughs> that would be fantastic. I think that's more than likely. And I so think. Let's do it this way. Dan will do a stat analysis of how many times Philip Anderson has done Iron Minks. Yeah, I can feel that. We're still talking about football. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now I reckon that Iron Minks is. Everybody's a Minks. Come on. Philip Anderson is back pocket, I reckon. Well, yeah. I reckon next week, Man City versus Watford. I think Sterling's going to produce. I think he's had two bad game weeks. I think Pep's going to rip his face off. Um, I think this is the chance for everybody who owns a city asset to actually get their monies back because I've got 25 million in that defense um, and attack combined. And uh, I'm close to trading people out. I got Zinchenko at 5.5, Sterling at 12.3, De Bruyne at 10 or something, 10 point whatever it is. I think it's not going For Mendy. Mmm, yes. Yeah, sit back. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on, guys. Sorry, Southampton Bournemouth. What we think? <laughs> Luke, you with us. <laughs> Southampton Bournemouth. What are you um, thinking about this one? Let's go. He's going to get points again. That guy will get points. 
no Wilson, no Fraser, no no one will be able to go past that man. Why? Yeah. They will keep a clean sheet. Is there a wall or something? Or? Obviously, yes. Oh, it's a defender. No, that's the way defenders are supposed to play. They're supposed to be a wall. David Lewis. He's not a defender, he's just a, like a... a like, like a barber dream or something. He's the top scoring defender at 27 points for only 5.1 million. Uh, the next value pick there, and I use value very loosely, is Trent Alexander-Arnold at 7.1. So if you're looking to actually save a couple of million That's and powerful, take right? a punt on a clean sheet, yeah. And I think if you look at the players uh, around the Twitter sort of social media, by the way, if you're not following us, at FPL Curry on Twitter and Instagram, if you look at the players who scored super high last year, a lot of them have kept Trent and Robertson and these premium defenders but the meta of this year has changed completely yeah. last year remember it was all about paying for premium defenders they're basically wing backs or wingers so that's where the points are but there are so many people scoring in so many different teams like Pookie for example this is crazy six seven goals already Abraham, Abraham as well yeah like yeah so I don't know if the value is in keeping premium defenders anymore I'm not quite sure the guys you just mentioned, Pookie and Abraham, they've been scoring in, in championship as well. So it's not a surprise that they've suddenly... It's a different division now. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a diff, it's a different way of playing. Yeah, you're not playing, you know, lower it's teams. It's not how to score, you'll score. This is the same. That's not always true. This... I know how to score. It's like you, there's a big white thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, and I'm no, I'm, I'm no oracle or anything like that, but I think the secret to this year is you get the, the, the strikers that are going to pump, pump away and score some goals, but then you're, you're attacking the field as well as body value is. So it's back to what it always used to be. Yeah, like traditional kind of FPL, yeah, where you would load up on the midfield and attack and then put four million just to fill out the team, right? Yeah, yeah. but, but even, the, even the attackers, I think you can get the low scoring, well, not even low scoring, these, these strikers from lower clubs that will chip away, like your, your Barnes, your Pookie, and your Abraham. Lower club, sorry, you were not into that. But chip away and score some goals, Vardy, etc. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, like my front line right now is Pookie, Hala, and Abraham, and I'm actually quite excited. I'm going to put all three up front next week because, like, there's value in all of those teams there for sure. Um, another fixture maybe next week that I th think is interesting <clears throat> is Chelsea Liverpool on Sunday. Now, is there points in this game? Is this like a three-two? Is this a one-nil? Like, are there is there value in this game or what? I'm calling it a 3-1 into Liverpool on this one. That's a bit rude. <laughs> I would agree with Dan actually. I mean, yes, Tammy is having an amazing week after week, but it's still Chelsea, they're still terrible. How did Chelsea get on with Wolves? 5-2. So Wolves can get two past them and they're not performing. Liverpool, they're on fire, they can score. They can score for fun. I think 3-1 was quite generous then. Yeah. I got a feeling. And Liverpool, uh, a club that we hate with a passion, that we could sneak a one 0 here. I think we could. I think it could be if if Kante's playing, he's going to lock up that midfield, and they're going to have nowhere to go. But I'm yeah, sure it'll be proven wrong. That's a chance with Mane and Salah and just go straight down the sides and skip Kante completely. This is the same. Liverpool <laughs> never play, play <laughs> down the middle. Like they don't play down the midfield. But it's okay because we've got Kante there for yeah, the middle. Kante's going to lock him in. We've seen Kante run all over the pitch, so it doesn't need to be the middle, it can be the bloody wing, it doesn't matter. It's fine. Somebody's well, somebody touching. I'm sulking a little bit. Touched him there. What do you think about Robertson? I'm a waste of money. He's a nice guy. 
I don't know him, but being from Liverpool. You're not from Liverpool. Do you know many nice guys from Liverpool? He's not from Liverpool, but. He's Scottish, no? He's Scottish. Yeah, what's yeah. happened here? That was, that was unfortunate. <laughs> in any way, so last year. What so we've disengaged our Liverpool fans. I know anyone in Scotland. Sorry, guys. Fabian Delphine, no? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's a whole album completely. Fabian, if you're listening, turn off now. <laughs> in any case, while Trent is still able to produce some of the assists, and he's made more key passes than anybody else in the league. Robert has verified that. Robert, uh, well, <laughs> well, coming from a person who's not able to calculate number of shots. Okay, well, while we're all on our laptops looking for the stats, I've noticed something interesting. What's that? The, do you know which player made more passes than anybody else in 2018 2019? <laughs> Kante! No, it's Alexander Zinchenko. Who? Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, Ukrainians, we're, we're everywhere, like, you can't, can't get away from us. In any way, I think the Liverpool-Chelsea would be worth watching. I think it would be an interesting game. Anyway, because we have so many cool players like Mason Mount, Damian Abraham, and obviously the whole Liverpool squad is interesting. So, we'll see. Must be an interesting game. Let's move on to the next fixture. The next fixture that's worth talking about next week is Everton Sheffield. No, not really. I just want Dinier to keep a clean sheet. I don't think there's any major sort of big heavyweight clashes. You've got Chelsea-Liverpool on Sunday. You've got West Ham United on Sunday as well. That would actually be interesting. That's at the London Stadium as well. I think we'll give them a good game. We'll see what happens tonight. We'll see what happens against Villa and how much confidence we're going to that one with. But Man United, they're not as champ they used to be. They're good average. I mean, they're good average, but they're pretty average. And that's all, that's all the Man United fans have lost as well, so <laughs> I hope, I hope uh, United have a good game. And you, they're bagging nine points for people in Finchie. I'm not hoping for another nine point lead against West Ham. Keep hope. <laughs> the thing is, the way West Ham plays in attacks this year, they've been scoring a lot. Which I believe last year I was staying away from all the West Ham players, despite Gamblenko still being there. He was injured. Yeah, but he started for seven or eight games, so mm. still playing. But like this year, it's, it's surprising me how you actually look at West Ham players as like as you would look at other like you know like the top teams. Oh, good teams. Like good teams. Yeah. yeah, I didn't want to use it. But not Chelsea. No, no, no. I never <laughs> mentioned Chelsea being a good team. I mean, guys are just. Fine. <sighs> anyway, uh, anything else worth looking at? Yes, the league table. Our league table. Yeah. So I'm still first. We are all very very close. Kostya's first on two seventy seven. Mervyn is behind him on one point on 276. Dan, you, you noticed a few things about Mervyn this week. Do you want to quickly... Uh... I did notice a few things about Mervyn. I saw Mervyn did play his wild card. Uh, quite regrettably, I saw he also captained a City player. So he had two City players and they both flopped. Mm -hmm. I believe he had Sterling, unfortunately. And I'm pretty sure his dog didn't pick his captain. Right? <laughs> I don't think he did. That's true. I am on 273, a couple of points behind. Ben's on 257. And Dan is doing something down there. You Even though you 64 I points this week, you scored the highest points. I, I did take a 24 point hit on this to get my team to where they are now. So I'm playing catch up now. My team is playing, I've had a couple of good successful weeks, 60 plus weeks simultaneously. So do you know what? If you take that 24 points, then I'll be sat mid table with, with all of you guys. You've had really good captain choices, to be fair. Like, I haven't had a captain hit in three, four weeks, I think. So like you've, you you might actually catch up with good, you just put the captain on Aguero. On his note here, 
for two consistent weeks, I forgot to choose a captain and it stuck in my drawer and it worked out for me. So You're an idiot. It's, it's never a bad choice though, is it? Especially with, especially with Jesus not, uh, not playing until this but, weekend, wasn't it? But it means with the top three, we're all within five points. I've got three players playing tonight. And you have three players, yeah. yeah. So we could be in a situation where... I'm 20 points short of costume. Yeah. You might I'll, have that, I'll have that by the end of the night. You might easily get that. We should have thinking. <laughs> anyway, any other pictures coming up next week which we would like to discuss? Well, it's going to be a pookie party again against Burnley. You think so? But aside from that, I don't know, you're going to be hoping on Sun to hit against Newcastle, but it is the early game, and the early game's a funny one, I'm not sure. These are a few other average games, like Newcastle Brighton, Palace Wolves. I guess if any of you have some of the assets there, might be interesting. Actually, a Palace player, Wilfred Zaha. What's happening to him? Oh, I don't know. He's gone, isn't he? Right. Is yeah, that he's, or... he's dropping in price. I think he's lost 200, 300,000 already. So he's just, he's just not been present this season so far. Is I, it the formation or...? I think that him not getting his move has totally demotivated so him and he's sulking. I think that's what it is because it was... Crystal Palace made it clear that he can move but only for a top six club. Everton came knocking, and <laughs> we know that Everton are not that. And someone else came knocking, I can't recall who, but he actually got a sort of rejected by the club letting him go, and I think he's having a big sulk at the moment. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Anything else in terms of wrapping up? I think we're good, right? I, I, I suppose one just little nod towards the transfers in and out this week. Abraham, Pookie, Mount, Cantwell and Son. Um, any comments on that? Uh, I think we've, we've, we've all picked up a couple of those at least. Pretty standard knee-jerking thing where you see a player perform good. In some cases, for like like Sun, Sun for example, had one good game week. Mm -hmm. Done, like what? Almost 100,000 people just moved him in immediately. Mm -hmm. Including Ben. Including me. So, but you think anyone that brought an Abraham Pookie, it's a good shot. Both got some good points this week. Me being one of them, I brought them both of them this week. And they both they both did well for me, so. Who are you gonna give the armband to this week? That's I'm asking out of my own personal interest in game. Uh, but I'm looking at the upcoming fixtures. <laughs> such a liar. Virgil one time. Upcoming fixtures, definitely not gonna be Abraham playing against Liverpool. So you look at City, City against Watford. It's kinda of, this is gonna be an Agrara armband coming. I can't tell you because I made eight changes to my squad, and, and any any information I can avoid there might uh, elude to my choice of captain. I've not thought about that, but yeah. I have one more question about most transferred out players this game week so far, just Jimenez. Yeah. So obviously we all remember how well he did last year. I just it's just interesting to me. Uh, so first of all, why do people keep him for so long? Because he's been constantly underperforming. But also, knowing, like, were they expecting to have a good game against Chelsea? Mm, interesting to me why, why people have Jimenez in that game. Otherwise, pretty obvious, Barnes do, not doing so far, so well. One game, game, though. One game didn't perform. Yeah. Same as Kane. Even Kane. Well, as I said before, the play style Kane has to adapt now because of the... Of the wide choice of attacking options just makes him be less visible on the pitch and again he has to go down on the pitch to give the balls to his attacking colleagues. So. Yeah, and then Sterling Van Dijk. 
Van Dijk. I mean, I, I, I let Van, Van Dijk go for my team. I let Barnes go for my team. So I'm, I'm two of those people. Well, mm. Van Dijk, Liverpool can't keep a clean sheet. I tried to have a gamble and put my tip in my team. I was expecting a cheap clean you, sheet. You done what, sorry? Put my tip. Where did you put your tip? No, not my tip. <laughs> I put Joel my tip. I had a really bad game week, I'm really sad and those guys don't make it easier. Uh, I'm expecting a hat-trick from Yarabonka today. That's it's alright, next week you can go deep, you'll figure it out. <laughs> you can go deep with my tip. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well. Yeah. Okay, let's wrap it up. I think so. So until next week, anything else to add? That's social it. Social media plus. Social media Last at FPL Curry. Media. Very shameless. At FPL Curry on Twitter, at FPL Curry on Instagram. You will see all of us posting. One, because it's high levels of banter. Two, because we need help with our team. So if you want to interact, jump on there and do it. And uh, I guess we'll see you next week. Bye. Toodles. Bye.